is Gratitude Unfiltered, and I'm your host, Joshua T. Berglund. What is up? How's everyone doing today? We are live right now on the E360 network being broadcast all over the world on Apple TV, Roku, uh, <laughs> Amazon Fire, YouTube, Facebook Live. We are all over the place. Thank you for being here. Um, I kind of brain farted because I wanted to play around with that riff a little bit, but whatever. Anyway, welcome. So happy you're here. God bless you. Thank you so much if you have not already for liking, sharing, and subscribing if possible. Uh, tell a friend. Um, we, are, we are off in the weeds on Gratitude Unfiltered. <laughs> and here's the thing I want to preface about all of this. If you've been watching the last few weeks, I've been dropping some heavy stuff. If you watched last night, and uh, you know, last night got a little crazy and kind of opened Pandora's box a little bit. Um, but no fear. And here's the thing I want to express. Everything I'm telling you is just to prepare you. It's just to prepare you. Um, you don't have to believe me. You can choose to. You can choose to do the research yourself. I'm going to give you cues um, and different things. I'll just say Google it, look it up. Um, this information is hiding in plain sight. There's nothing on here. It, no, there's nothing that I'm going to say. Um, that I don't want you to verify. Um, I am a not a preacher. I'm not an evangelist. I'm a man that loves Jesus very, very much. Um, I also just happen to see the world a lot differently than most. I'm not somebody that goes to the news for information. I do my own digging and my own uh, research, and I've always been this way. Um, you know, a lot of people are reaching out to me and asking me how I'm being, how I'm preparing uh, for what's going on. And the truth is that I've been preparing since I gave my life to Christ. A part of me has been preparing even before then, but now, um, you know, I think any of us that have a daily relationship and we a true relationship with Jesus, I think we could all honestly say that we've been preparing for this. I don't believe that this is the end of the world, but I do believe it's the end of the world as we know it. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, so this, none of anything that I'm talking about is to instigate fear inside of anybody because the truth is that the truth the word says we are not to fear and there's really no reason to fear we are equipped for this we are built for this and if you don't think you are then you know what let's have a talk off the air um because we all have an opportunity right now and and the truth is that we need to feed our minds with good things, uplifting things, uh, the word, but there's a lot of you, unfortunately, they're not, are not really awake to truth. Um, a lot of people have gotten their, their, their news and their information from politicians and different leaders. And, you know, they sit in front of Fox news or CNN or MSNBC, or I mean, heck even RT and they feed their minds with all of this junk. It's all disinformation. Um, to call it gospel or to call any of it truth, well, wouldn't be true, in my opinion. Um, yeah, there's some truths, but here's the problem with that, is that there's a lot of disinformation and it's got a lot of people confused right now. So what I like to do when I'm in a moment of chaos or when I'm in a moment of where everything around me is going crazy and nothing seems to line up, 
what I like to do is to take a step back and look at it from the bird's eye view. Instead of being face up against it, I want to see the big picture and try to connect dots the best I can. And that's what we're doing here on Gratitude Unfiltered, what we've done for the last two years, but especially the last two weeks. Um, everything from the kingdom principles to what the 5G, I'm sorry, what this virus is really all about. And to, tonight we continue with part two of, what, of Meet the Beast. Uh, the second part of this too that I want to end on is something a little bit more, well, it's more uplifting. And, and it really gets back to more of the core of why I believe that you should not have fear in moments like this. And I'm going to get to that. But first, I'm going to hit you over the face with some realities that I want you to actually go and research. But we're going we're gonna to have a very, very special moment with God and the Holy Spirit as well. And you want to stick around for that because it's special. And um, I'm going to be borrowing something from the man himself, Mr. Graham Cook. Uh, as a man that is, is, is over the last year and a half, two years, ever since I've really accelerated on the all-in for God <laughs> um, journey that I've been on. I mean, when I thought I was all-in, I went to a new level after I got to know Graham Cook because I've a, I got a better understanding of what the Spirit really is through him. And I understood a new piece in, 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 the, in the eye of the storm. And it's really funny, too, because ever since I started listening to Way of the Warrior by Graham Cook, um, I felt like it was me finding a new way to put my armor on and prepare for moments like this. Because those of you who know Graham Cook know that he has been talking about moments like this um, for a long time. So, but the thing and and the thing about it that I want to stress is what the message that I'm going to deliver is hopefully to instill a peace in the calm, a, a peace in the chaos for you. So stick around for that. But let's finish what we started last night. I'm going to go back to something just to kind of, because I feel like it'll flow better if I do this. And I rushed through this last night. So we were talking about Nezra last night and Jezra. And for, for what that is, if you're not familiar, just go ahead and write these names down. N-E-S-A-R-A. And then also G-E-S-A-R-A. So this is, we're going to talk about Nessera really, really quick. And also, I want you to write down St. Germain World Trust. Now, if you didn't see last night's show, this is probably not going to make as much sense to you. But I want to encourage you to go back and watch that. But hang out with us now. Those of you watching on Facebook, those of you listening on the pod, or those of you watching on Facebook and YouTube, you guys join in the chat, network, take care of each other, do what you do every day that we have a show. And thank you for that. Thank you for your support. Thank you for loving each other up. Thank you for being there, praying for each other, networking. There's been people that have gone on to do business deals. Thank you for that. Also want to give a shout out to Bathroom Moments, uh, the other show on E360. Um, that used to be right after my morning show. But I want to give a shout out to Lauren Harris and Bathroom Moments. Fantastic show. Fantastic stuff that he's doing in the world. Uh, you guys check him out. All right. So what Nezra will do for the U.S. and the world. Now take a breath. <laughs> and yesterday was we needed a breath. Remember how the amount of money in the St. Germain World Trust has reached a number of 1 in 45 zeros. 
The Nezera funds will be first used to buy out all oil corporations, banks, pharmaceutical cartels, and zeroes out all of their debt. Pay attention. Once all of those funds are paid out, the remaining funds will be distributed to the people. That's us. Here's what they plan on doing with it for every citizen who signs, who signs a personal contract with the new alliance. And this new contract, for the record, is, remember, the, the mark of the beast is something that we choose to take. It is not going to be forced on us. As we talked about last night, we have to sign up for this. Like, this, these evil deeds that are going on, they have to tell us about it. That's part of the deal. Again, I go into detail about this yesterday on yesterday's show. So I'm not going to do it now. Because there's a lot of information here. But I'm telling you right now that everything that's going on, we have signed up for. We have allowed this. We have surrendered our rights. And we did it willingly. That's on you. That's on me. That's on the citizens of this planet. Okay? We willingly get surrendered our rights. They have been showing all of this stuff in plain sight. That's all of this. For some of us, we've been watching this for years go on. Okay? This is nothing new for any of us. But those of you who are just kind of waking up going, hey, wait a second. Maybe this virus, maybe there's something else going on. Well, I'm here to tell you there is. So here we go. This, whoever signs a personal contract with the new alliance, forgive all mortgage, bank debt, and credit card debt due to the cabal's illegal banking and government activities. The cabal, part of that, deep state, banks, CIA, that kind of stuff. Again, I go in detail about this yesterday. Eliminate the Federal Reserve System. It's in motion. Abolish income taxes. Man, this sounds sexy, doesn't it? Abolish the IRS. Wow, even better. Yay, sign me up. Create flat rate, non-essential, new items only sales tax revenue to fund the new government. Drastically increase benefits to senior citizens. Man, they're just making this so appealing, aren't they? Who wouldn't sign up for this? Return true constitutional law to all citizens and courts. Hmm, sounds like a good deal. Establish a new presidential and congressional elections within 100 days of 120 days of Nessera's announcement. Create new US Treasury currency, the rainbow currency, one by one backed by gold, silver, platinum and other precious metals. Is any of this kind of sounding familiar to people? You ever hear those little cues in the news or people talking about like getting rid of the Fed? You hearing about buy gold? That you hear those things? You end the bankruptcy of the United States initiated by FDR, that's Franklin D. Roosevelt, in 1933. That's worth reading about. Stop all interest groups, special interest groups. God, there's so many. I don't know a lot about that. I know there's some lobbyists that probably know. <laughs> Are there any lobbyists watching right now that you have a comment about this? Closely monitor the validity, validity of elections. Again, sounds so amazing. Establish worldwide peace. U.S. troops will be brought home from around the world as peace is declared. In alignment with the Constitution, there will be no standing armies, and that will be permanently observed. Release enormous sums of money for humanitarian purposes. Enable the release of thousands of suppressed technologies currently being withheld from the public under the guise of national security. This includes free energy devices, 
anti-gravity devices, and sonic healing machines. 6,000 technologies will, will be released initially, followed by 60,000 more. I can tell you right now, having worked with products and brands, especially on the medical device side of things, I know this to be true because I can tell you that there's devices like the UVRLX, um, something to Google. It's pretty fascinating what it can do, um, known all over the world, right? But you'll never, like it's not been released to the public and there's a reason for that. There's so many technologies like this all over the world that have been held back from us for no reason, to be honest. Well, some reason. Initiate the first phase of worldwide prosperity dis Initiate the first phase of worldwide prosperity distribution of vast wealth that has been accumulating for hundreds of years. Really, really quick. All of this stuff that I just read to you, you can go to a book called Behold a Pale White Horse. And it's hard to read. I'm not, you can find it online. There's a PDF of it. It'll make your head explode. Okay, but it is the, the in-depth version. Everything I just read to you, it goes in depth about all of this, all of it. And it gives you legit, like, I mean, this is all stuff that you can research yourself. You can go to government websites. You can go to the Vatican websites. You can see everything. It gives you the evidence and say, hey, do the research yourself. It's kind of like what I'm doing here. I'm not telling you what to believe, but I'm telling you, you should pay attention. Nezer and Jezreel will create an entirely new system of worldwide currency that's fully transparent, backed by gold, not governed by bankers, and runs on the blockchain, an unhackable, ledger-driven ledger accounting of every transaction ever made. This offers full transparency and privacy and is 100% traceable. How many... Been saying for weeks, actually longer than that, I've been talking about the blockchain and what 5G technology really is and how you cannot have a one world currency until you can monitor and track everything. Connect the dots. You cannot have a one world government until something can be monitored under 24 hour surveillance. Well, how do you do that? You got to make sure everything's connected. Well, how do you make sure everything's connected? Oh, you got to have a technology powerful enough like 5G technology that connects to what? A blockchain, just like the currency. Are you following me? Are you following me yet? And if you're not, please comment so I can make sure that I can, you know, take information and, and, and get the shovel and put it in your mouth for you. And remember, the blockchain isn't just for money. It also helps eliminate voter fraud and all dark web illegal activity and much more. Those of you that are familiar with the blockchain and you're, you're familiar with the cyber currency, I know I am and I'm familiar with it because of playing on the dark web. Yeah, I'm one of those people. I like to go to the, I used to go to the dark web all the time for a lot of different things. There's government people hanging out there. I mean, not that you actually see them, but there's, well, well, in my case, yes. But <laughs> I'm telling you right now that if you've never been on the dark web, well, and not that I recommend going, but this is where a lot of this stuff was tested. How North Korea got around sanctions. They used, they used Bitcoin because it's untrackable. 
But when the government gets a hold of this, when the, the head, whoever is running this new blockchain, guess what? They're going to be able to control everything. Even though the U.S. was on the gold standard before Richard Nixon took us off of it in 1971, this time will be very different. Nixon took us off the gold standard in order to create debt and make the, the Federal Reserve more powerful. The new gold, however, isn't coming from the Fed or any other country's central banking system. Rather, it will be coming from St. Germain's World Trust. Another thing worth reading. This is absolutely unprecedented in all of world history. I read the oath yesterday. I've, I've got the document. If you want to see it, I'm happy to send it to you for you to check out. Um, okay. So this is the, after this eternal oath. Maybe I should read it. Upon this eternal oath, I freely pledge to dedicate my mind to the discovery of knowledge, dedicate my soul to the pursuit of enlightenment, dedicate my efforts to the process of abundance, Dedicate my existence to bringing all people in all places into unification. Any of this sound familiar? And to dedicate my life and days upon this planet to the protection and abundance of the human species. On this day, a blank takes this eternal pledge. I've got the pledge right here uh, if you want to see it. And um, those of you who are familiar with the Illuminati, it's the Illuminati pledge. Swearing an eternal oath doesn't sound that bad, right? Especially for the good of humanity. You got to remember, a lot of these documents and some of these, these stone structures that are in Washington, D.C. and Atlanta and other places around the world, they lay out in detail the plans of the Illuminati or the New World Order. If you don't think the New World Order is real, you're insane. The presidents have been talking about it for years it's in speeches. George Bush is one of the most famous. Bill Clinton talks about it. The other goofy Bush, he talked about it. This is a part of the cabal, okay? <laughs> like, this is not about scaring you. This is about saying this is all real. And the New World, the New World Order is discussed in the book of Genesis. I mean, it doesn't use that language, but it's there. You can, like, check it out. Like, you can Google the tie-in. Like, they just utilize Google for this. New World Order in Genesis. Google it. James 5.12. But above all things, my brethren. Wait, swearing an eternal oath doesn't sound that bad, right? Especially for the good of humanity. James 5.12 strongly disagrees. But above all things, my brethren, swear not, neither by heaven, neither by earth, neither by any other oath, but let your yea be yea, your nay be nay, lest ye fall into condemnation. Basically, you let your yes mean yes. You don't need to swear to God. You don't need to swear to the, you know, whatever you swear to. You don't swear. You don't swear on anything. Let your yeah be a yeah. Kind of makes you think, are we supposed to swear on the Bible? Like, what's that all about? I mean, I know our legal system's corrupt, but you got to even like question that, right? Because it's in the Bible right here. It says, don't swear on stuff. I mean, you probably shouldn't swear, swear too. Matthew 5, 34 through 35. But I tell you, do not swear an oath at all, either by heaven, for it's God's throne, by the earth, for it is footstool. 
The people in the United States are the ones in the most danger for signing this oath and accepting these funds, which is the mark of the beast. Those in the U.S. will be first and probably won't realize that within a few days or weeks. After they accept, the entire world will be on the exact same system. should read that again. The people in the United States are the ones in the most danger for signing this oath and accepting these funds, which is the mark of the beast. Those in the U.S. will be first, probably won't realize that within a few days or weeks. After they accept, the entire world will be on the same exact system. All banks throughout the world will be forced to announce the new quantum financial system, Jezera, G-E-S-A-R-A, after only a few days of Nezra's official announcement. The Jubilee and Deceiving the Elect The entire idea is based in the Hebrew and is called the Jubilee, where all, dealt, all debt is canceled. But why don't you think that everything associated with this global financial reset, the mark of the beast, is based upon biblical terms? For example, Matthew 6.12 says, And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. It's almost as though they are trying to deceive the very elect, which they certainly are. Look, the, the enemy, the devil... It, 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 the whole thing is meant to deceive you, as we talked about before and in yesterday's, yesterday's episode that we went into detail about. Religion, political parties, like all of this was meant to divide us from truth. Yeah, I said religion, and I went after the Catholic Church too. And it go, I mean, again, I go into detail about this. I don't want to do it again. In the U.S., there will be a grace period where your current Federal Reserve notes will continue to be accepted, then taken out of circulation. But after that time, only the new currency will be accepted. Do you not? Okay. If you think that this is a bunch of malarkey. Malarkey? That's a horrible fake curse word. Anyway, if you think this is a bunch of crap, think about it. How many people really have this virus? Really? But they've shut down everything? Is it really because of precautions? They're telling you you can't go to work. You can't do this. You can't do that. You're locked in your homes. There's a global lockdown coming. And it's going to be followed by a blackout. In some respects, I believe that this blackout or this lockdown is actually for our own protection. And again, there's more going on than just this stupid virus. And there's more going on than a financial reset. There's more than that. But you got to seriously consider, you got to seriously consider that this is a possibility and be prepared for it. But I assure you, I want to make this clear before I go on and I get into some heavy stuff here. And then go, I'm going to go into something a little bit more uplifting. But God will work out all things for the good that, lo, that for the good to those who love Him. Like we have an opportunity to get back to the basics and the very purest form of what our relationship and what we are created to be. 
We weren't created to show off our bling and our things. We weren't, that's not what we were here for. It wasn't about status. It wasn't about following. It wasn't about, you know, you're like you're being social media famous. It wasn't about how rich you could be. We were created for a great purpose. And that purpose was to be a benefit to humanity using the gifts that we were born with. And now that we have this moment where everything is being stripped away and we're like, well, wait a second, how am I going to entertain myself? You know, think about Anne Frank. Anne Frank was in a, in a room, like not much bigger than a closet. Of course, it depends on what city you live in. <laughs> but Anne Frank for over two years with how, how many people was locked in this room and they couldn't make a noise. All that they could do was they spent time together. They, I'm sure that they prayed, they read, they did, they were, they went back to the basics. We don't have it that bad, even if all communications go away for 10 days. It's not that bad. When you quiet out the noise and you have that opportunity to hear God for the first time in how long? I mean, dude, I swear to you, the only way I was able to ever hear God and have that moment of like, oh, this he's real, <laughs> was when I was put in isolation in L.A. County Jail. Super small cell. No TV. No phones. Not going anywhere. Just me and the maddening screams of the people I couldn't see and God. And it took... The removal of every distraction possible for my knuckle-headed, hard-freaking head to be able to hear what God has been trying to say to me for most of my life. These This removal of distractions gets to be a good thing. You get to be prepared for this also. But it doesn't mean that things are not going to be a little bit wacky when we come out of it. And this is what this is about. It's better to be safe than sorry. And you know what? If I'm wrong, you know what? Who cares? You're prepared. You got your non-perishables and you can go donate them to someone in need. Because guess what? There's going to be somebody in need when this is over. And you're going to have an opportunity to serve. So let me back up. Okay, it's almost as though they were trying to deceive the very elect, which they certainly are. In the U.S., there will be a grace period where your current Federal Reserve notes will continue to be accepted, then taken out of circulation. But after that time, only the new currency will be accepted. In other words, you will not be able to buy or sell without it, just as Revelation thirteen seventeen said. And that no man might buy or sell. Save he that had the mark or the name of the beast and the number of his name. The reason gold-backed money is so important to the alliance is because of the biblical King Solomon, who was one of St. Germain's prior incarnations according to the New Age Luciferian beliefs. And I'm not preaching Satanism here. King Solomon was one of the world's foremost alchemist, occultist, and was guided by none other than Lucifer himself. He was also the richest man who ever lived. 
Biblically, King Solomon and his New Age spiritual lineage are the 666. Revelation 13, 18 says, Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. And we see that in 1 Kings 10, 14, now the weight of gold that came to Solomon in one year was six hundred three score and six talents of gold. God gave us all of the information we need to decipher the Bible, all within its pages. In other words, the Bible cross-references itself to show ultimate truth. With the little study and research, the parallels and warnings about Solomon and the spiritual lineage that lead to St. Germain, Donald Trump, and 666 can be found in other places of the Bible, such as 2 Chronicles 9.13. God does not repeat himself without reason. We need to heed his clear warning. The return of Christ. If you believe this is the mark, if you believe that this is to be the mark of the beast, then you must also believe that Jesus is returning any time thereafter. We are at the end of the tribulation, watching for the last prophecy to be fulfilled. While nobody can sure note while nobody can be sure exactly when Jesus will return, it seems likely that he will return before the grace period between currency runs out. Remember, Jesus said that nobody knows the day or hour of his return. He did not say that we would be blind to the general time frame of the return. It's true. Don't buy into the fear. Do not buy into the pure pressure. Do not buy into the hype. There will be a public shaming and a probable financial... There will be public shaming and probable financial difficulties when you choose to refuse the mark of the beast. There will be an overwhelming group mentality of acceptance that will be fueled by the love of material things. Which sounds kind of like where we were at before. We might easily be confused into thinking that this is something very good. Why wouldn't it be? It would be presented as something that you want, need to have. You'd be a fool not to accept it. I mean, you heard everything I said. You heard me go through the list of all the debts that are forgiven. I see people already talking about this on Facebook that their mortgages have been forgiven. Like it's in motion. It's in motion. Like this is happening for people. But it would, I, I mean, it's, it, it's so, I mean, more funding for senior citizens. Like, I mean, like this, this sounds like super sexy. This like, it sounds amazing. I mean, how many of you out there that are watching right now could, you know, want your debt erased? Some of you got a lot of debt. You're like, heck yeah, man, no IRS. <laughs> I don't have to pay my IRS bill. Are you kidding me? Like, it, it, it sounds amazing. I can totally see why people are going to go, sign me up, hook it up. I mean, seriously, who, who wouldn't want to be free from all the earthly debt and be filthy rich, living in utopia. This is exactly how we've been conditioned to want to operate in this world. But Matthew 6.24 says, You cannot serve both God and money. Always keep in mind, none of the stuff here on earth has any eternal value. Like Matthew 6.19-21 says, 
Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The final test, the final countdown. Who do you trust? Do you trust the fear that the world is pushing down your throat right now? Will you trust the Nezera solution that has been presented to solve all of the world's problems? How hard is it for them to trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God? Matthew, Mark, 20, Mark 10, 24 says, God is not the God of this material world. The mark of the beast is what will eternally separate you from God because God doesn't promise you earthly riches and material wealth. In fact, he is in direct opposition to it. I don't believe that. It's your heart that shows God where your allegiance is. That, I believe. Are you focused on him? Are you in love with the things of this world? When you're forced to make the decision to take the mark of the beast that will seal your eternal fate, what decision will you make? Jesus faced the same decision, and now it's your turn. When you're making your decision, remember that Jesus faced the same temptation from Lucifer when he walked on earth. Lucifer offered him all the kingdoms of the world if he would pledge an oath to him. Matthew 4.9 says, All the things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. But in the next verse, Jesus replied, Go thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt not worship, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only that shalt thou serve. He will all be presented with the exact same proposition. We will all be presented with this. It may come during the coronavirus scare, or it may come later. Only time will tell. But when it does, will you answer like your neighbor does, or will you answer like Jesus did? For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of sound mind. 2 Timothy 1.7 I want to repeat this one more time. This is something that those of us, again, that are believers, those of us who have this faith in Jesus, and look, there's some you know spiritual but not religious people that don't have any fear right now, and this is the awakening, and they're ready. I just want to make this really, really clear. Without Jesus, there's no heaven. There's no kingdom of heaven without Jesus, in my opinion. There's only one God, there's only one person that people worship that we know of that actually came to die for us. He, he gave up his life. He wasn't murdered. He didn't die of a heart attack. He didn't die from suicide. He didn't die from a car accident. He died from addiction or alcoholism. He surrendered his life to die for our sins so that we would have freedom so that we would have the opportunity to be filled with the Holy Spirit. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. That is Jesus in a nutshell. No fear, power, love, sound mind. In a sound mind, you're thinking, well, I'm mentally ill or... You know, or you're, you're somebody that says a lot of negative things about yourself. That's not Jesus. As we've talked about before, 
we all have an opportunity to renew our minds. Like we get to change our heart when we accept Jesus. And after that, we get to go to work to renew our mind. It's work. It's work. It doesn't happen overnight. It's a process. It's a commitment. It's a commitment to the relationship to getting to know Jesus. Because the more you get to know Jesus, the more you get to know about yourself and who you really are and what you were really created for. That's why Jesus came here to show us the life that we could live outside of having to die on a cross. But then again, that is a sacrifice or a sacrifice like some of us are going to make. But you know what? I'd rather die for that than die in an overdose. I'd rather die from giving my life to the call for what I was called to do for Jesus, like why I was created. I would rather die for that than doing some of the other nonsense crap that I was dying. I mean, I can't tell you enough how many times that I sat there as I'm overdosing going, please don't let my mom find me like this. Like God, just take my life, but don't let my mom find me like this. I can't tell you how many of those nights I've had. But dadgummit, Right now, I'd rather die for standing for what I believe in. And that is the belief and the knowing in my heart of what Jesus can do to dramatically change our lives. I can't stress this enough. I don't think you understand what a piece of shit I was. Pardon my French, but I just got to say it. I can't tell you, I can't begin to tell you how broken and, 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 and an evil monster that I was. If Jesus can change my life, he can change yours. And he wants to. You just got to let him. All it takes is a willing heart. All it takes is like, Jesus, take my life. My life is no longer my own. I want to be filled with your spirit. Speaking of spirit. If you guys want that information on the beast, I'm happy to send it to you. Okay. I need everyone to take a deep breath that's watching. If you're driving, take a deep breath. If you're in your car, if you're listening on the podcast, you're watching on E360, you're watching on Facebook, you're watching on YouTube, Instagram TV, Twitch, wherever you're watching from. I'm going to pray and we're going to manifest the Holy Spirit. Um, I don't know how this is going to play. Um, digitally, but we're going to give it a shot and see. So take a deep breath. Get out of your head. Get into your heart. Close your eyes if you can. If you're driving, don't. Father, thank you for the life-giving water that resides in each of us. You are well in a fountain. We declare that we do not thirst except for a deeper walk with you. Dig out that inner well, O Lord, so that hundreds may drink from what you pour out in us. Teach us to be resilient, passionate, and alive. Infuse us with your exuberance till we are massively encouraged constantly. Develop the internal place of our heart so that it becomes your living space. Live in my heart, Lord. Live in my heart. Empower us, great God, to see life exactly as you do. 
to view everything and everyone through the lens of Jesus. Teach us to think with the mind of Christ so that our thoughts are an extension of our worship. As you manifest your spirit to us, may the privilege of our encounters with you release the hearts of many to come further on and further in. For Jesus' sake, amen. There is an activation I like to do in certain events that really develops the muscles of faith by rejoicing. Whenever we are developing people for life in the spirit or pre preparing them for battle, confidence and boldness must always be part of the training. Read this activation through twice before you do it. Do it with all the strength and passion you can generate. So in this case, you're going to want to rewind me <laughs> or repeat it either way. Um, this is very, very powerful. And... Um, it's pretty amazing. Imagine. Imagine that you're on a battlefield. Your army is small, especially in the face of the massive force that opposes you. You're outnumbered. You're outgunned. They're bigger than you in both number and physical size. A thought flashes across your mind. You're going to die. With everything stacked manifesting in your spirit, I mean, with everything stacked against you, you realize your only hope of survival is to run away. But you're a warrior, and retreat is not an option. In your heart, you decide you will fight as best you can. If you're going down... You're taking as many of them down with you as possible. You feel your face turn to flint as you prepare yourself. The resolve inside of you turns your blood cold. You push away any fear out of your body. You don't need it. You don't want it. The butterflies in your stomach are now frozen in the concrete of your resolve. You turn your gaze onto the tallest, meanest looking enemy you can see. That's the one you're going to kill first. Now look, 18 inches above that enemy soldier. Do you see who's there? It's Jesus, grinning and waving at you. When you make eye contact him, with him, when you make eye contact with him, he winks. The enemy has no clue that he's there. It's a private joke between him and you. The Lord flips you a thumbs up. He's really going to enjoy this, you think to yourself. In your spirit, your resolve is joined by boldness and faith. Everything is different now because the king is here. The king is here. This is going to be a good fight because you're going to overcome all odds and win. In your inner being, with your mouth closed, look at Jesus and shout, Shout it on your face. Wave your hands if you wish, but stay quiet. Inside you, shout his name. Praise him. Every fiber of your being is shouting to him. Continue to praise and rejoice until every part of you is shouting and cheering on the inside. Let every part of your own caution, negativity, and fear dissolve in the face of his majesty. 
Now look again at the enemy army. See how confused they look? Their weak, timid, outnumbered enemy has been infused with confidence. They're now the ones who are worried. What are you up to? When you look at Jesus' face, you proclaimed his goodness. Now looking at the enemy, I want you to declare what Jesus will do to them. They're toast. It's over. The name of Jesus will be victorious no matter what they try. The king is here. Begin shouting towards the enemy using your inner voice. Continue to keep your mouth closed. Shout out his demise. He is powerless. Jesus has defeated him. The battle is the Lord's. The victory is ours. The cross has overcome his power to rule. He has conquered enemy. He is a conquered enemy. The Lord has vanquished him. We are overcomers by the word. We are overcomers by the word of the Lord and the blood of his testimony. Shout, shout, shout out his defeat until every part of you is on fire with passion for the battle. You cannot lose because Jesus has already conquered. Now look at the enemy. See the fear in his eyes. Their confusion. Their questioning when they look at you. You seem bigger to them. Stronger. Bolder. More powerful. When they look at you, they are staring defeat in the face. How does that feel to you? How does that feel? What happened on the inside of you? If you really participated in this exercise fully, something has changed. What is it? What woke up on the inside of you? Journal your thoughts and your feelings. I'm happy to send this to you if you did this. And I'm sure some of you blew it off and you're just listening to me read to see if I mispronounce something. But do you feel a stirring in your spirit? Do you feel a desire to rise? Do you feel a desire to step up and take bold, committed action? This enemy, this enemy that we were speaking of in this reading, what enemy is it for you? What fear is it? Is it addiction? Is it truth that you're afraid of? Is it this virus? What is it? I want to ensure you that you were born for a time like this. However, not all of you are equipped for a time like this. And the reason why is because you have been seeking out what the world wants from you. You've been seeking out what other people, what other men, what other coaches or gurus or mentors or other gods. We've tried to negotiate the rules and the law with God. These rules, however, were established, these universal laws, these kingdom principles, these kingdom laws were established far before we were a gleam in our mommy and daddy's eye. Far before we walked the earth, these rules were established. The kingdom was, 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 became available to us when man was created, but man took it for granted. Man decided to go his own way. But we have an opportunity to get the kingdom back. And that's what a relationship with Jesus is. It's allowing us to reestablish our dominion on this earth.
I, I got I to gotta say it again. I've, I've said it a hundred times. Most of my life, I thought the whole concept of walking with Jesus and, 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 and giving my life to Christ and being a Christian or, you know, not that I call myself a Christian, but, you know, you get it. I follow Christ. Most of my life, I thought it was going to be something that was uncool, miserable, restrictive, not any fun. It's going to be boring. I assure you, living for the kingdom, my life is five times more exciting now than it's ever been. But more importantly, I'm not constantly looking over my shoulder going, like, is someone going to see me from my shadow life? Like, I wonder, I wonder if they saw me naked. Or I wonder if they, I wonder... I wonder if I hooked up with that person when I was high on drugs before. Or like, oh my gosh, what lie did I tell that person? What, what, oh crap, I don't remember. I don't remember what I told them to deceive them. Like that stuff's gone. Worried that I am not paying my bills, being worried about what tomorrow will bring. I don't care what tomorrow will bring. I care about right now in this moment. I care about the freedom that I have in Christ. Because I want all of you to have it. There's too many of you out there that I know. There's too many of you out there that, that I know that are hurting from, you're struggling from the abuse that you've encountered in relationships or from your family or as a child. You're battling, you know, a, a, a silent enemy. And it could be an addiction, a pill habit. It could be eating. It could be alcohol. It could be anything. It could be lies. Heck, some of you, I mean, and I think we're all like at risk of this right now, but some of us are at risk of creating a new addiction with social media that we didn't even know before. But I can tell you right now, coming from somebody that has is, is, is made a lot of money and blown a lot of money and made a lot of really bad decisions and and, and I've had a double life and my double li life having a double life. All of these things that I chased for happiness, sex, every kind of drug you can imagine, cheating, food, like everything that I could try to stuff in any orifice of my body to try to bring joy and happiness only brought more misery confusion a renewed vigor for self-destruction Jesus is the only thing that's ever brought me any peace and I want the same thing for you I want all of you I mean Like, I love being able to, when God shows me what's possible for people or for a brand, like, there's nothing that gets me more excited when I see a glimpse into what God has for you. But I would be remiss, and one of the most frustrating things that I could not understand when I was trying to understand, like, what is this thing that God gave me? One of the things that was so hard uh, was that not other people, I do, couldn't understand why other people would not want to, to take what God has for them. And it is really ours to take. But we just, we don't want to do it or we don't believe it or we don't think it's possible. 
I gave somebody, I got a, a vision for someone the other day and I, I was like, hey man, can I share this with you? And he was like, yeah, 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 sure. And I told it to him and all I could see was fear and confusion. And I know that it was for him. But here's the thing that I do understand now. Those visions and dreams that we get from God, they're only attainable by being obedient, by living a kingdom life. That's the secret. It's obedience. It's obedience to the kingdom laws. Being obedient to what the spirit inside of you is telling you to do. I want that for all of you. I want you to have the peace and the joy the strength, the courage, and the fearlessness that I that I have now. And I didn't always have that. Father, I, 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 Father, I thank you um, for the opportunity to do Gratitude Unfiltered. I thank you to, for everyone that's watching and are listening. Um, I thank them, you know, just one for the support, but also being willing to hear and the, to listen what you've put on my heart to share. Father, I don't want to instill fear in anyone. I, I want to install hope, a hope that only comes through you. And Father, I just ask that anyone that's struggling with, you know, a, a fear of like, like, who is this God person? Who is Jesus? I just encourage them. I encourage you, Father. I ask of you to just to ignite it in their spirit, to put it on their heart, to cry out to you, and you will answer them. Those of the people that are in need, the people that are struggling, Lord, right now, all over the world. Father, I just ask that you put peace in their spirit. Let you let yourself, let your Holy Spirit, let you be revealed inside of them. Let them have that moment, that 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 presence when you take over and you're just like, wow, where it's undeniable. To anyone who has the guts to cry out to you, Father, I just ask that you give them an encounter that changes their life forever like you did mine five years ago in jail. Father, I want this for each and every one listening. I want this peace for them. I want this understanding. Instead of asking and begging for money, which a lot of people are, Lord, I want to encourage a spirit of, of wisdom, to, to, to the, the, the desire for wisdom to be ignited in each and every one because it's going to be wisdom that allows us to see truth. And you are the truth, Lord. Your word is the truth, and we thank you. Father, thank you for the opportunity to be here. Thank you again to everyone that's watching. And I just pray blessings of wisdom, blessings of abundance, blessing of courage and strength. I want to encourage a spirit of gratitude on each and everyone listening and watching right now. Father, thank you for being an amazing God. Thank you for being... The, the, the just the God of endless possibilities, the God of all possibilities, the God of peace, the God of love, the God of forgiveness, the God of understanding, and also the God that takes all things that the devil tried to hurt us with and uses it for revenge on that piece of crap enemy. Thank you, Father, for being just an amazing God. Thank you for blessing me. Thank you for blessing everyone that's watching this. God bless everyone watching. Peace out. Oh, one last thing. Share. I hope this made sense. It's 555. God bless you.